0: Today we take a close look at Lake Bemidji. Jason Rylander from North Country Guide Service has been spending a lot of time on Bemidji and he's been catching walleyes. We check in with Jason today, next. I got my fishing pool keys, tackle box in my hand. Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand. Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man. But the wife, she just don't understand. I love walleye. Bass, and if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back. Cause the fishes don't tremble at the thought of me when I'm fishing for a in country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. We're we'll checking in with Jason Rylander from North Country Guide, Service, and Promotions. And, uh, you know, Jason, great to have you on the show. Let's start there. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome, Kev. Great to, great to hear from you. Um, we've had a weird, weird year uh, in so many ways, and everybody's been affected by it. Let's uh, let's find out how it's been affecting you. you. You mentioned to me before we got on the air that you've been... Uh, with your, your quote, uh, day job, uh, been working out of the home for years, but now uh, it's a little more complicated.
1: Yeah, because you can add uh, to a fishing guide slash rice salesman, you can add a teacher and full-time stay-at-home dad to the list of things I've been doing. Oh, and made the wife happy. I've also been a landscaper and dog <laughs> hair cake taker, and, yeah, there's uh, not much I haven't been doing.
0: Hey, how has it affected your your job as as selling rice? Uh, I mean, with a lot of restaurants not operating, I don't know how much of your business is restaurant business, but how's that affected you guys?
1: Uh, most of my business is restaurants, okay. hospitals, college and university. So we're really really slow as far as our food service division, but other aspects of our our company are having really good success in our retail and industrial division because that's what everybody's buying now. Is they're buying from grocery stores and the like, so. They're staying busy, and I'm really blessed. I work for a good company and still getting paid and still having us work. You know, it's just the day-to-day looks a little bit different. I'm not on airplanes, and but it's a lot of phone calls and just talking and planning things through.
0: Now, I suppose uh, when uh, when the fishing season came, that was a great relief just to, to have something to do outdoors.
1: Oh, boy. When, uh, well, when it started, we were on the tail end of ice fishing season. So I was getting out with the kids, and we had some beautiful weather and a was able to get out and pluck away at a whole bunch of panfish. And I think I cleaned and ate more more bluegills and crappies in March than I have in years. <laughs> so
0: you were getting now, that bite.
1: Yeah, now, uh, then we had that lull where there wasn't uh, there wasn't much fishing to be done. You know, you couldn't get up to the river and get the boat out and waiting for the ice to melt and waiting for fishing opener. So that's when I uh, I mentioned I was the landscaper. And that's when I got all those projects done so that some May ninth, I could be in the boat whenever I want and didn't have to uh, feel too guilty.
0: And of course, uh, from the guide's perspective, we had to bide our time for a little while before that opened up. How has the guide business been now that that's been reopened? Yeah, it seems like we've been getting
1: an influx of calls and uh, staying pretty busy. I uh, guided over the weekend out on Lake Bemidji and saw some fish and people want to fish. I mean, I think everybody's heard license sales are up something like 40% I had heard and well, you go to you go to some of the bait shops or whatever and try to buy some line. And, of course, the line you want, they're out of stock. They're waiting for it to come in. Jigs they're out of and different things. I mean, it's, as far as the fishing industry went, I think this thing was a blessing.
0: In many ways, yeah. I think it, the other thing that was a blessing was just that uh, realization, maybe from people who haven't fished for a couple of years, what a resource we have. What a great way to spend time and, uh, you know, a little bit of money. And, uh uh, maybe just a re-realization that we do live in paradise in some ways.
1: Oh, my gosh. And the, and the bite's been so good. I was excited about fishing, fishing some of these lakes because of how little they got fresher this winter. I mean, you take Lake Bemidji, for example, there wasn't a fish house on the lake until 10 days before the season ended. So you're probably talking, I don't know, thousands of fish, a couple thousand fish that typically probably get caught, kept, and ate over the course of a winter that, swam around freely and happily all winter long without lines in their face. So I think it's going to do two things. I think, I mean, I've already seen a tremendous bite this spring on Bemidji that I should continue throughout the summer. And then as well as, I think we're going to see it, in whether it's three to five years down the road, probably an excellent spawn we had because probably a few more fish were spawning. A lot of those low 20-inch females that probably get kept in the winter right. weren't being caught and kept, and I, so I think you got, a, you got to see it uh, my guess is we had a really good spawn, and we should see an awesome year class coming up in the next three to five years.
0: So what have you seen out there? I mean, what uh, what are they biting on right now? And is it an all-day bite, uh, the typical spring bite? Typical spring bite? I've been just doing the jigging the spot tail
1: shiner thing as of late. Now I've heard from some other anglers that have been playing around some of the smaller local stuff that they're, uh, they're getting uh, the lindy rig, you know, on, on crawlers and, or on leeches and catching some fish already. I'll transition to that as soon as I can. Spot tail they don't give those spot tails away, but I also that's my favorite way to fish is that, you know, a live bait rig. So I'll be switching to that soon, but it's that shallow emergent weed stuff. Pitching uh pitching jigs into you know Sunday with the calm weather it seemed like they pushed out and I was getting some fish out in that seven to ten foot range. Whereas when we have the wind, which doesn't seem to stop blowing, but those windy days I, was, I had the boat probably in less than five feet and was pitching into you know, as shallow as three feet of water catching fish.
0: Has and Bemidji been a, been a strong bite since the opener? I've always caught fish. I haven't had that
1: day where it was just gangbusters, like tons and tons of fish. But you find a, a location that's got a little pot of fish and you can pluck three, four, five fish off. And they kind of get spread out, so you might have to move, go find another spot and pluck away a few. But, uh, yeah, it's been pretty dang consistent for the most part for me. And and from some of a lot of the other guys that I've been talking to, you been fishing any other lakes? I went up and did Red for opener, and I've been waiting for the wind to die to get a chance <laughs> to go up there. And of course, the wind did die, and then I got busy guiding. But I want to get the get the kids back up there and have a have one of those forty fish days that I'm hearing rumors about. Fish are biting real good up there. I mean, you know, look at Red Lake; the same type of situation. Right, and a lot of fish that typically get caught in the winter didn't get caught this winter so i'm guessing that population is strong and stable as well road lake is just i I have putt around into uh some of the other local lakes um did sneak down to plantan one day late last week and that bite is silly good right now as well and i think anybody that drove by the landing could see that over the weekend
0: Jason Rylander from North Country Guide Service by guest. A lot more with Jason to come. This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. <music> this is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle, celebrating our 30th year. Jason Rylander from North Country Guide Service by guest today. Well, as a guide, you're probably doing a lot of walleye. Uh, is that primarily what you like to fish for anyway, or do you have other fish you like to go after?
1: I'll catch anything that swims, but, you know, come summer in the boat, walleye is kind of what I chase. Now, the pan fishing right now is turned on. Those fish are in that pretty easy-to-catch spawning mode right now, so it would be fun to get out and go get another meal of bluegills or crappie or a nice little mix. I'll, I'll chase those a bit, and then... I think I'm going to have a little more time on my hands than typical this summer, and I will. I kind of got that musky itch still Ooh. every once in a while, so I might have to scratch that a little
0: bit this summer more than usual. Well, it starts this weekend. Are yeah, you... it does I
1: don't know. If, I don't know if I'll get out. I typically like that July bite. Versus, I know early a lot of the bites is trolling and and that, and I I haven't the dang well, Wally's bite so well this time of year. It's tough to go troll for that. Maybe that one bite or two bites of musky will wait till the walleye cool down and then yeah sweat and cast cast for a few hours in the, in a morning or an evening July August when they get really when they get really going
0: anything out there that has surprised you fishing this year or that you've heard of that has surprised you
1: I don't think I've found anything that's too shocking um one thing I found on Lake Bemidji is how and maybe I've just never paid attention or. Or this maybe year is a little bit different, but how much the water temp varies on where you're at in the lake and maybe that has to do with all the wind we've had. But I pulled into spot Sunday where I had temps in the low fifties, fifty two, fifty three degrees. And you drive across the lake, you fish another area and all of a sudden temps are fifty seven, fifty eight degrees.
0: Huh. And
1: just you know, on Sunday I covered a good chunk of the lake trying to find some active fish and almost every spot I pulled into the the temperature varied a few degrees and That's one thing and maybe, like I said, that might be me lack of paying attention over years past or maybe it's just something uh, with all the wind, the water, just the warm water is getting pushed to certain shorelines or or what. Definitely notice a little bit difference if you get in some of those little bit warmer areas, how fish are a little more aggressive when they bite or or there happens to be a few more fish there than four or five degree cooler water on some parts of the lake
0: i know that uh before moving to paul bunyan country you're down in the water tail area have you had a chance to fish anywhere down there yet this year
1: i haven't this year i was that's typically my opener as i go down there and fish opener and then do a a local sportsman's club has their banquet i attend that and try to win myself a a gun or some prizes and support them but um, with the stuff going on the the banquet was canceled this year and, and this year i was actually my friend, uh, Eric Osberg works for Ottertail County and I was going to do a governor's opener, help him with that. And obviously that, uh, that also was postponed till, until next year, but Ottertail gets to, to host that. I will be, as far as I know, that, that one tournament I fish in July on Ottertail is still on. So hopefully you can live with a get down there the end of June, early July and get ready for that a little bit. And that Ottertail Lake is a, a walleye factory, just like Bemidji, man. There's no, never had any issues catching some fish out there.
0: I tell you, it's, uh, this is the unfortunate thing. There's a lot of tournaments, obviously, that are off the boards. Um, Leech Lake coming up uh, this weekend, and yeah, of course, it's supposed to be this weekend. Yeah. Yep, Knights of Columbus and and all of these tournaments. You know, they, they raise money for really uh, important causes and and uh, organizations in in the community. So it's that I think to me is is one of the real tough deals from the fishing perspective with with COVID-19 uh, again we can get out there and fish that's a great thing guide services open i think that's a really great thing but yeah the, losing those tournaments that's that's kind of tough
1: you got a lot of guys that i love fishing them i haven't been real successful but <laughs> i sure love the competition uh, i love the competition aspect and the camaraderie with the other anglers at at weigh-ins and at, at rules meetings and you know you're getting together and and absolutely i mean it's going to cost some of these charitable organizations a lot of money they're going to find have to find different ways this year to, to raise some money and then you look at the local businesses i mean night of columbus draws a lot of out-of-towners for that derby mm-hmm. and they're staying at hotels and they're buying food and they're buying gas and they're eating out and they're buying bait from bait shops and uh, a lot of money that's not getting dumped into the economy just you know just on that that Knights of Columbus tournament, for example, I mean that's a big deal for the community.
0: And I do feel for the bait shops; they had a they had an awful winter, you know, and uh, and they can make up some of it this spring. But yeah, you you lose a couple of those big events and that big influx of people. It's not perfect, but again, we are able to fish. I keep hanging my hat on that because uh, yep. that's that's really important. Some there's still some states that's not that's not happening. Yeah,
1: they're not absolutely. Not.
0: Wrapping it up with Jason Rylander next. This is fishing Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. I'm Kev Jackson, wrapping it up with Jason Rylander, who is able to scratch his competitive fishing itch.
1: I'm fishing uh, one of the walleye leagues out of Northwoods on Thursday, the Thursday night, and they're doing a Tuesday and a Thursday night league with their bass thing on on Wednesday. They've been able to still do that. And basically you just check in, find out where you fish, and everything's run off an app. So we don't have a way in. Guys aren't congregating at all. we are still be able to practice social distancing and not get to, you know, we're not a group of 20 standing there around at an access at the end of the night. It's y'all look at the app and you know exactly how you did right at 9 o'clock and you come in and you take off and go home, which is good that we can still do it, but it's also disappointing where we... We're not having the fish fry at C.K. Dudley's like we we typically have done and sit together and tell lies about how you did that, that <laughs> night or how, where you've been fishing and that kind of thing. It, missing out on that camaraderie with the other guys, the other anglers. I,
0: I totally agree. I, you know, and I was just thinking about, you know, depending on how long, you know, this goes, is this a, a deal that's going to be around for a couple of years, three years, how many waves of it's going to be? You know, maybe more and more tournaments do that in the future, I hope that's a short-term deal. I hope tournaments don't do that long-term, because I agree. The camaraderie is, well, It's beyond fishing, it's just important for human nature in general. So, you know, that's one thing that I think people will miss a lot.
1: Well, Kev, you're talking to an extrovert that's been stuck at home for two and a half months. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm going absolutely bonkers. I mean, i got got a, a tight little circle that we're still getting together a little bit, you know, grilling and having beers or just hanging out or whatever but yeah. my children wake up every morning like oh you again huh great <laughs> and that, i feel bad for the kids too i mean it's, my kids like playing with their friends and you know now they, they don't have that and that's a bummer for all of them like be nice when this is over and we can get back together and be social i mean it's, i think humans by nature are social creatures there's a reason we have concerts and get-togethers and the such it's what we enjoy doing
0: oh yeah it's shared experience right i mean i go i go to a concert i with my my couple of friends of mine uh, and that's it but we're all experiencing the, something together it's it's a very spiritual thing for lack of a better phrase and you know, i think fishing tournaments and anything like that is is that shared experience that we really do need right absolutely hopefully it comes back sooner than later yeah, I agree with you. I don't know that we'll ever get back to what we perceive as normal. Uh Hopefully we get a lot closer to it. Um, I think, you know, just being able to do a show like this where we can talk about fishing and people can listen and people can, you know, relate because they're into it, I think that's helpful as well. But, uh yeah, I'm looking forward to those days. And as an extrovert, you definitely want to get people in your boat as a guide. So uh, if people yeah. want, you still got some dates available, I'm guessing. Yeah, we
1: got uh I'm not sure what Matt's schedule looks like, but I know uh, I've got a lot more flexibility this summer than I have had for, for many years, so I've got lots of dates open, and heck yeah. As long as have got to abide by the rules, you can only have two other anglers in the boat, but I would absolutely love to take anybody fishing. You can reach me at 218-766-7781 or find us at uh, northcountryguides.com and, and book something through Matt.
0: I think, you know, one of the things that people around here never do or or seldom do probably because guides are you know booked solid they don't mm-hmm. take they don't hire a guide for the area lakes and I think if you have that opportunity like people do this here you should do it because you know you'll learn things you'll learn things you never knew before about area lakes and you'll discover things that you never knew you could do and i just think it'd be a real great thing for people even if you've lived in bemidji your whole life to hire a guy and take you out there
1: absolutely and that that was the trip i had sunday it was was a father and a son and they've got a they've got a place where they they summer on lake bemidji winter elsewhere and they own a pontoon and and we're fishing on lake bemidji and i'm like well, here's some stuff you guys could do right off your pontoon. You don't need a boat necessarily to go fishing. And my personality and my—do I want to guide the same person five times in the summer? Heck, yes. But if I can take somebody once and they got a cabin on Turtle River Lake or they got a cabin on Big Turtle or, or Julia or wherever, and they want to learn some different techniques or learn some spots or you know learn a little bit more about their lake, I know a lot of these lakes really, really well. So I'm not going to take a a cabin owner. And they're like, yeah, pick me up on my dock. And I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to show them not all my good stuff. Heck no, I'm going to show, I want that person to be successful out on their own. I want to teach them things, show them how to fish that lake a little bit better. You know, and a lot of times it's not necessarily about spots. It's about technique and and some of the different things you can do. And that's something that I'd love to be able to do more in this summer. Like you said, it's, it's a prime time to do that.
0: So let's do it because a lot of guys maybe would have been going out of the area for a fishing trip and would have hired a guide there. You got it in your budget, but you can't travel. So why not do a, a guided fishing trip here and learn some cool things? Absolutely. Jason, as we wrap it up, if we're going out on the water this weekend, what's the, or even anytime this week, what's the key thing for us to do?
1: Look for emergent weeds. That's where those, uh, all the bait fish have been hiding and that's where the predators gorging on them. Everything I'm finding is starting to see some shiners and some bellies. A lot of young of the year perch are in bellies. So you find those weeds, you find those bait fish, and pitch some jigs with minnows, drag some nightcrawlers, drake some leeches. But, boy, I, I don't think you have to keep, get that boat any deeper than 10 feet of water. Stay shallow, you'll find fish.
0: Jason Rylander from North Country Guides and Promotions. Uh, always good to have him on the show. Jason, thanks for taking the time today, and uh, I hope uh, I hope you get your uh, your dance card or your fishing card filled up this summer.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you for calling Kev, and hopefully we can talk again this summer.